Hey everyone, welcome to episode 19 of the Miami Tech Pod. I'm Cesar Fernandez. I'm joined by Will Weinrob, Brian Breslin, and we have a very special guest this week. Maria Durchi is with us. Uh, you know, she's a really big deal. You know, she's, you know, you, you may know her as the, the hottest VC in Miami right now, uh, writing checks, doing all these deals, hosting happy hours. Maria, welcome to the Miami Tech Pod. Shut up. You guys are hazing me constantly. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, you know, I we, we should, uh, before we go into some of the really cool events this week, um, we, we, uh, we almost did not have Brian on the pod because he spent the entire week in Turks and Caicos. Brian, how was that? That was a um, long overdue vacation. And you can see from the sunburn on my face for the people watching this on YouTube that I got uh, a little too much sun. But I did uh, accomplish something that very few people I know ever have. Uh, I shot a hole in one in golf after shooting eight or five straight holes of eight or higher previous to that. So for those of you who don't follow golf, that is terrible golf. Um, but I had a little dance and my brother-in-law recorded it. All right, 15th hole Provo golf course, Turks and Caicos. Brian Breslin, first hole in one. Is that it? After shooting 140. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is it. Get on it. Boom. Boom. Whoop, whoop. There it is. Brian Breslin, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Arnold Palmer. Like we're 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 making history over there. Uh, Brian, congrats. I'd like you to think that you're, um, you know, in the presence of greatness right now, but um, that's really Maria that you're in the presence of. So oh, we got that for sure. Um, Brian, you also, uh, you have a lot of change in your life, right? You're, so you, you have your, your house on the market. I saw some tweets where you're dropping the, a really swanky, uh, well, uh, you know, a staged house on Zillow. Um, you guys are, you're, you're getting offers. What's, what's the deal there? Um, so yeah, so we're trying to parlay this whole uh, fervor over the Miami uh, tech industry and the, all the movement to Miami. We've already had one offer from someone who saw it online. It's kind what of wild. Is, it's it's, it's kind of like Shorecrest. So it's right near the Bay, just near outside of Miami shores, um, just North of where Maria lives, which we won't disclose on the podcast for her privacy purposes. Um, but yeah, so we had one offer like within hours of it going up on Zillow. And then we've got five people seeing it today privately and then open house tomorrow. And uh, all these people have announced to our realtor that they're all cash offers, which is wild to me. <laughs> like I, also, in my mind, I picture people with bags of money, like those satchels of money with a dollar sign printed on the side. That's how I assume it works. Also, um, what, what a baller move that, uh, Brian is just casually listing his house 200k above the Zestimate on Zillow and getting cash <laughs> off left and right uh, from people who are not planning to see it before buying it. <laughs> this is amazing. I want to hear your guys' opinion. I think our listeners would also value the opinions of this, uh, you know, this panel here that we have, this esteemed panel. Are we at the top of the Miami pricing market, or you think this is going to continue to go? Is the summer going to suck some of the steam and the momentum out of the market or is this just going to continue to ride up 
curious to hear everybody's thoughts. Yeah, I mean, Maria, you have a you have you know a, a husband in real estate. Um, and what what are your thoughts? Uh, so my I don't know what he would say. I would say summer will stabilize it. Like it it won't necessarily drop. I think it'll just kind of stay stable, and then maybe in the fall it'll keep going up. Complete. So I guess sorry. That that's what I'm thinking. So I think we're going to see like in early July, like late June, we're going to see a surge of people whose kids are just getting out of school and decided that they're planning on moving back to Miami or moving to Miami for the first time. And there's going to be that, um, that rush in early June, July, you know, so whoever wants me to wait till then to sell my house, it'll go up another X hundred thousand. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. That was the douchiest thing I've said on this podcast. It's good. No, the, the, um, the big thing in my mind is like, I, I think we are going to see like certain neighborhoods um, that have hit, hit escape velocity and are just never going to be affordable again. Right. So um, I, I particularly have been hired by two tech companies who are like relocating here, like just help them navigate all things from, you know, finding a real estate broker to like, you know, uh, interfacing with government and meeting, you know, the who's who of like the business community and all of that. And the two companies in, in totality are planning on expanding about 400. So one's 400 and the other is close to 1000 jobs. So we're talking about like 1500 jobs, with two companies that just hired like me one person, right? Imagine all of the other companies that are not on my radar. Imagine all the other companies that are have raised capital that are homegrown companies that are about to go on a hiring spree. I think there's like a substantial amount like a market that's going to be open for um, the like technology workers in general, they're like, oh, you know what? Let me spend a couple of years building this company in Miami. Like, and I'm going to move from, you know, wherever, right. Or I'm graduating from college. And rather than uh, my limiting my search to LA, Chicago, you know, San Francisco, New York, I'm going to add Miami to that. So my, my thesis on real estate is that we're going to see brick old downtown, you know, like basically east of I-95, Miami Beach, just start like skyrocketing in value. Um, it's not going to be necessarily like the, the the sharpest increase, but we'll see like increases over time in, in, in those particular neighborhoods and like average growth everywhere else. I think that's actually, that seems spot on in my opinion. I think the areas that are within a, let's say five mile or, 15 minute drive of downtown or Wynwood, you know, everything in sort of the Biscayne corridor up to probably Miami shores or just North of it. And then South to the Grove and maybe the Gables. I think closer to the U S one Biscayne 95 corridor though, you're going to see a ton of um, development coming into these. Also the pockets that weren't developed before, you know, the, um, the roads areas, the little Havana, I think just West of here too. Yeah. Just West too. Yeah. I think because the reality is like if you're going to come here and you're going to work, set, set up your shop in Wynwood or somewhere near Wynwood, you're not going to want to live in Kendall, right? Because it's going to be an hour commute because there's never going to be any public transit and there's never going to be any, um, you know, respite to that commute. That's, you know, forever going to be the case, right? So East-West is going to be a challenging commute for most people.
Um, cool. Well, look, a lot of a lot of exciting things uh, to to get into. Uh, Maria Durchi, the queen of the happy hour, the queen of Miami tech networking, the queen of the cocktails, has been busy this week. Maria, why don't you give us a little bit of a rundown of all of these amazing events that you put together? For those of you who don't know me, you <laughs> anytime these people talk like this, it makes me incredibly uncomfortable, which is why they keep doing it. <laughs> and it's yes, it's, it's it's a it's a feedback loop to hell. We we apologize, <laughs> Maria. We we love you. It's out of love. I'm not I promise. the queen of anything. Um, I do like to meet new people, which has me going to a lot of events. <laughs> um, but this Tuesday. I was excited to bring back uh, Women in Miami Tech Happy Hours, which I started, I guess, four or five years ago. Um, It was a group that initially was a Slack channel, and then we all wanted to get together. And so we finally started them up again. Uh, We collaborated with Endeavor Miami, who was hosting a female founders and funders event. Uh, So we kind of both went uh, to host this happy hour, and it was at a really cool space that just opened for those who aren't... uh, aware, haven't checked it out yet. It's the Oasis Wynwood. Um, really cool spot, a uh, bunch of different food vendors. The staff was incredible. So highly recommend checking that out. Uh, and it was a really good turnout. I think we had about probably close to a hundred women who came out. Um, wow. So excited to do it again soon in the next few weeks. Uh, and then on Wednesday, uh, Florida Funders, in collaboration with On Deck, we hosted a happy hour at La Tropical, which is another incredible venue. If you haven't been, it's actually, I think, one block away from the Oasis on North Miami Ave in Wynwood. Uh, incredible owner, Manny. Big shout out to Manny and all the staff there. Uh, there was a great brand, band playing called Seven Black, uh, spelled B-L-C-K. Uh, it was an incredible night, a great turnout. Uh it was kind of a bit hot. Poor Caesar was uh, sweating through his shirt. Uh, but yeah, it, was- it, it, it was like 90 degrees outside. But it was a, I, I agree that it was a really cool venue, Maria. And shout, shout out to, to you and, and you know everyone that helps you put this on. I mean, it was like tons and tons of people, investors, founders, uh, you know, just like a really, really great vibe. I was blown away that everyone was there at 5 p.m. sharp. Um, <laughs> it was just like a really great event. Um, and then another shout out to the the staff at La Tropical because y- y- like every single time I was about to finish my beer, they're like, sir, would you like another one? And then in 30 seconds, I'd get, it was just like perfect service. I, I really like that. Their game. Yeah. Every time I turned around, they were like, hi, can I give you something? I'm like, this is incredible. They did a great job. Uh, so, not Caesar, did you end up spending three hundred dollars and like end up with alcohol poisoning as a result? No, because uh, Florida funders picked up the tab, <laughs> so I spent zero dollars. Uh, thank you. Florida you should have flown back from Turks and Caicos. <laughs> so, no, but it was a really great event, um, and I ho- hope you guys uh, got some some deal flow out of it for sure. Because there was there was a lot of cool people building neat companies there. Yeah, and Caesar finally met. There's somebody I've been wanting to introduce Caesar to for months, maybe a year, and they finally met. I didn't even put them two together, and they ended up talking to each other at the happy hour. Uh, Fran Oliva, uh, who Brian, you you know closely. Um, so that was great. Alex Roy, who was previously on the podcast, was there, uh, and Jason Wong, who we 
shout out to last episode was there too. So it was, it was just a really great crew. And it was a, basically the whole event was about celebrating Miami tech. So it was a combination of new folks, folks that have been building here a while. So uh, yeah, I think uh, well, it, it showed it. Uh, we'll probably do a lot more of those in the coming months. I, I have a funny story about um, it's Francisco, right? Francisco Leva. Yeah. So uh, we were kind of speculating on, on, on crypto and whether this is going to be like a really big run. And if this is a good time to, you know, like, like the small talk of uh, tech events, right? Like you uh, speculate a bit on, on the price of Bitcoin, et cetera. Right. And he's like, dude, like, I think this is going to be a hot bull market forever, like blah, 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 just, you know, really. And, and look, he's in the space. He has a lot of uh, knowledge about it. And then like an hour later, Bitcoin crashes 15% to like $46,000. It was, it was just funny to, to um, but you know, obviously it's back up and it was temporary and all that, but it was, it was a really funny moment uh, that, that evening. I'll give one more shout out to an incredible local food place here. Uh, so a few weeks ago, we had a barbecue. There was a barbecue organized um, drinking pig, if you guys have heard of it. Uh, it's The chef is like the former chef of Q and, a, you know, he's had an incredible background in Miami. Uh, so there was a big Miami Tech barbecue organized there. It was like 70 of us outside in these picnic tables. Um, and the food was hands down, best barbecue I've had in Miami. Um, I know Brian is a barbecue connoisseur, so I'm excited for him to go try it. Uh, but what was crazy is I uploaded a picture of the barbecue to my Instagram. My mom called me immediately, and I thought she was going to get mad at me for being at a big barbecue. Uh, but she asked me, she's like, who is the blonde woman next to you? And I'm like, oh, that's Bea. And she's like, you do realize you're cousins, right? And I'm like, wait, what? So it turns out that our grandmothers are cousins. Uh, so it's not first cousin, but um, in Puerto Rico, everybody's kind of related, it turns out. Uh, so in this crazy turn of events, I didn't realize I'd been hanging out for the last few months with my cousin. Uh, but big shout out to Bea. She's an incredible startup, Musicasa. You need to check it out. Helping kind of live artist uh, bands, particularly Latin bands, kind of get more, more visibility. I feel like that should be like a Miami Tech thing. Like Miami Tech, you're not just like family. We actually f discover a family <laughs> that you, knew, you never knew you had, you know, here in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. So we do like a 23andMe. Yeah. Like come to these events for, you know, the, the networking and camaraderie. Stay for the realization that you've been cousins this whole time. That's amazing. A couple other things this, this, uh, this week, uh, we had some news of um, a, a pretty sweet competition that that's being launched. Will, I think you uh, you were going to chat about this on about Winkubator, right? Yeah, this looks awesome. So apparently, uh, in partnership with Goldman Properties, uh, Mayor Francis Suarez, Venture Miami, and On Deck, they got together and they created this thing called the Winkubator Competition, uh, which is going to be held on Wednesday, May twenty sixth. And it's like a little kind of pitch competition. Basically, a bunch of startups can apply, share what they're working on. And if you win the competition, you get one year rent free in a fully furnished office for up to 10 of your employees right in the middle of Wynwood with five complimentary parking spaces. And as someone who previously had their startup HQ'd in Wynwood, 
those five spaces, that's a big deal. Um, so actually, this looks really, really cool. Uh, and you also get, I think, included with this a full scholarship to uh, on deck as well for one of their upcoming programs. So I would encourage anybody uh, that has a growing team uh, to apply to this. Applications are due May 17th. Uh, so if you're listening to this, it's today, <laughs> Monday, May 17th. Uh, and the pitch night is going to be May 26th. So hopefully, if you didn't apply, you're listening to the Miami Tech Podcast first thing in the morning. Get your applications in. Uh, should be a really cool event and obviously a really cool reward. You know, these spaces in Wynwood, uh, they're going up in, in, in cost very, very rapidly. So I would imagine a space in Wynwood for 10 people with five parking spots, you're looking at 10 Gs a month. Uh, roughly, probably somewhere between like seven and ten grand, depending on the space. So, damn, strongly encourage you guys to apply uh, and find more information at goldenproperties.com/slash winkubator. We'll drop the the link in the description of the pod. So that street, it's uh, the location is literally across the street from the Lab Miami, which is one of the original co-working spaces of Miami. It's a ton of companies have, you know, gotten started out of there, out of that block, you know, and so plus you have some great food options and you've got a bunch of stuff around there. You know, you got Zach, the baker, like 50 feet away from there. You know, you got, we work so above good. it, you know, or around the corner from it, you know, a ton of interesting stuff. So I think it's a great op opportunity for anybody. Some also, you know, pretty big news. Uh, the, the former PayPal CEO, Bill Harris, uh, said that he's going to be moving to Miami or has moved to Miami and he's launching Nirvana, which is a global digital bank. Um, he, he says he plans to hire 200 people by the end of 2022, and it's going to be based in Wynwood. Speaking of Wynwood, um, this was this was pretty big news. I mean, I think this is you know obviously like you know, growing a digital bank. It's a, a ton of engineering jobs, but he he's also going to have um, some roles in product and marketing and. Um, and operations and all of that, but um, another company making some big news about uh, scaling up right here in Miami. What what was everyone's uh, feedback and reaction to this? I mean, I think this is going to be an interesting dynamic now for the local tech workers here in Miami. You know, um, we've traditionally had lower salaries than the market should be uh, producing. You know, so. It, sure, it sucks in the short term for the founders who are hiring people because their burn rates are going to, you know, go up. But I think the fact of the matter is, you're not going to be able to find a junior dev out of a boot camp for forty thousand bucks anymore. Like you're going to be paying them seventy, eighty, you know, and like a mid level manager is going to be making one fifty to two hundred. Where you know, whereas six months ago, and even has. Honestly, as of yesterday, I saw someone trying to hire a mid-level manager for under 80000 which isn't really like a solid wage here in Miami anymore. But we're going to start seeing competition for wages go up, and it's fine because there's going to be so much more money spl like splashing around in all these different companies. So I'm, I'm here for it. Even though like I've been in the sort of the founder role, I've also been in the work for other people role you know i think this wage uh, competition is gonna be a net good for us i wonder if this is it, it this is par partly a miami thing as the city becomes more and more expensive to live in but also this feels like just talent in general 
Like, for example, as you guys know, I don't think it's any secret, I'm starting a new company, right? A new software company. It's a fully remote-based company, right? I mean, you know, we have the, the co-founders, of, you know, I'm here, you know, we have, you know, a couple other people that are, one's in California, one's in Nashville. So we're hiring from all over the country. We don't really wait, care where we're located. What? Wait, Will, you're starting a company? <laughs> Breaking what? news on the Miami Tech Pod. What? Uh, is more is Will starting further? More information on a further episode. A future that's what, episode, that's right? what I was trying to get. I was fishing for the tease, right? Because Will, for like four or five episodes, has been dropping little breadcrumbs here and there. I have a new project. More information to come. Then it's followed up with the tweet, you know, working on some cool thing. And then it, it gets like extra layered because there's some people that are like, oh, just met with this great founder. He's starting a new company. And Will's like, hmm, ha, ha, ha. Wonder who that is. Will, when, when are you spilling the tea, man? I think I'll have something to announce probably in the next month or so. Um, I want to build up a few things and get things in place before we do any uh, public announcements. But I think everybody, you know, is kind of hearing through the grapevine some of the things that uh, I'm working on. And I think publicly to display in media and, and, and Twitter and that whole world, hopefully sometime soon. Um, but nonetheless, anyways, back to the, the conversation at hand about uh, distributed tech talent. The world just post-COVID everything's going up, I feel like, because people are hiring from everywhere. You're not like, okay, what's in your backyard? You know, just, you just seen just the, the, the levels rise across the board. So like Brian talked about junior engineers, you know, in Miami, I remember in the live Ninja days, you know, junior engineer between 70 and 90 K depending on the engineer. Uh, nowadays, I'm sure that's way up there. I'm probably in like the 110, 120 range, right? Uh, so a significant jump. And I think you're just seeing that on a geo agnostic, uh, on a, you know, yeah, geo agnostic basis is that it doesn't matter where you're located. Rates are going up across the board because you got the Palo Alto folks hiring out of Nebraska or Ohio also. They don't care where you live. So it's a problem we're all going to have to figure out together. Yeah, all, all really good points. Go ahead, Brian. You know, I think the one. So first off, I want to call Will an NFTs about his uh, company information. Um, that was my pun of the day. That was my pun of the day. But um, no, I think that the the key is going to be time zone arbitrage. You know, the folks who are on, you know, within a few hours of East Coast or within a few hours of West Coast are going to be hired up. You know, and that means you're competing vertically. What is it? Longitude, right? You know, and so. For the folks, I don't like longitude. One's vertical, one's horizontal. Right, whichever one's vertical. And I think for the folks who've been here for a while, who had that arbitrage opportunity and had been taking advantage of teams in Latin America, this is going to open up a bunch of competition and also open up a bunch of opportunities to the folks in in the valley who hadn't been using Latin American talent. And I think that gives us an advantage of having uh, language, uh, you know, options that a lot of the folks in the Valley don't have, you know, so. Also, um, you know, back, back to Nirvana's kind of mission here, which I, I think it was, it's really important. It's obviously not, not a, it's not all that shocking given, you know, that Harris is a former CEO of PayPal and all that, but it's another startup that's going to be really well capitalized. That's trying to uh, completely disrupt traditional banking. The thesis is that, you know, traditional banks absolutely screw over customers. They're not great with consumer protections. You have all of these hidden fees from overdraft fees to like, you know, really shady practices. And there's like a ton of these companies that are starting 
um, that are just like, what if we were just like not assholes to our cu customers and didn't have all these fees and tried to make money with other, you know, sustainable practices, um, like just building a solid business and offering products. And then, you know, sure, making, you know, investments on the back end or upcharging for different services that people find value in and want to want to pay for. But like, you know, really, it's another company that's really trying to disrupt the the traditional banking space from, you know, accounts to credit cards with better terms for customers. And I think that we that's really, really needed right now, right? Like a lot of kind of, you know, we saw with with the pandemic um, that there's a lot of strain on people's finances. We saw a lot of business owners like dipping the savings and all that. And I think like coming out of that, more companies in the space that are like, you know, focused on um, consumer protection and really adding value to their customers is great. And it's cool that we're seeing one here in Miami. All right. Um, we'll wrap up here. This was episode 19 of the Miami tech pod. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, thank you for, you know, like always subscribing and, and sharing uh, your, your feedback and telling everyone about the show. It really means a lot to us. Hit us up at Twitter at Miami tech pod, and we will see you on episode 20.